Howdy folks, how are you? How are you? Here we go, episode 46 then, after a week's hiatus for, I suppose, what you could potentially say very good reason. Very good reason. It's been a trial of the last couple of weeks, and if you're in my academy, if you're an MBM at this present moment in time, you'll know what this is all about. And yes, it's touching on the subject that you think it's going to be touching on, but in a very, very different way. So if you know what's going on in our lives right now, then... I know you can potentially skip forward a little bit, but if you want to recap, it's going to put everything into context. But don't worry, it's not one long podcast about... It's a long... It was not a long podcast. It's deeper than that, as you can tell from the title. Because this particular one is all about faith, but not in the way that you think. So let me give you some context. The reason why there was no podcast last week... The reason why this particular episode is in this guise is because without question, I have been through the hardest two weeks of my life. Now, this is a man that has done many a stupid thing. This is a man that has raised triplets, uh, a man that's been through divorce, and this takes it. This really takes it because we uh because of obviously just the way life goes we rent we don't yet own our own home and we found a beautiful place for our family or offered a beautiful place for our family uh to rent for three to five year let uh, and move from the lovely home that we had in middleton to a bigger home because obviously we've got a lot of children so we did under the guise of three to five years uh, essentially, we spent our own money doing up the place to make it home. Obviously, you know, it's it's not our place, um, but it was all part of the agreement. You know, the the gentleman's handshake, the, you know, the discussions were all centered around five years. And through reasons that I won't go into, because that's not who I am as a person, uh, we are being evicted. And so when life is good, and you know you think you've got all of your shit together and you think you've got all of your ducks in a row and all of a sudden you are you find yourself the head of a large family or joint head if you want to see it that way all of a sudden the rug gets pulled out from underneath you and having just weathered and still weathering a global pandemic and trying to make sense of it all trying to navigate our way to have a landlord knock on the front door and say yeah, you're getting out and to be absolutely powerless because of, you know, I know probably a lot of you are sat there going, well, you shouldn't be renting. But, you know, this is 21st century. It's a situation we find ourselves in. And, you know, this is kind of what happens when you restart your life at the age of 26 or 25, however old I was. So, yeah. So we got served eviction uh, and we're currently working through the process. So as I record this, I am still in the house uh, that we are said to be evicted from. But either way, we've got to find somewhere else to live. We've got to find somewhere else for seven fucking people to live in a pandemic. Yeah. So now you could probably understand why um, it's been a pretty tricky couple of weeks and why last week I was probably not in the best mindset to sit here and give you guys some wisdom and to talk you guys through your own problems because I was up against it with my own. But the reason I come to this topic in this particular podcast is not a violin playing, all feel sorry for me kind of podcast. 
If you've been listening to any episode out of the previous 45, you'll know that every experience I go through in my life or have been through, I draw something from, usually a positive or at least a lesson that I can carry forwards into the future. And this particular episode, despite the fact that we're still in the thick of this situation, is just another example of that. Because I refuse to be beaten. I refuse to just allow my own mind and everything that I've got to crumble around me because somebody made a decision that I didn't agree with. And I suppose let's let's touch on that to begin with. Having someone sit with your family, cuddle your kids, talk to your children about their home and sing the song of family and to put you in a position where you are beholden to them and to have this family ethos to then pull the rug out from underneath you and completely just, I suppose, desecrate the security or, you know, I know it's never true security that you have as a family. Yeah, it's it's very, very easy to lose your faith in people. Because when someone can get so close, when someone can say all the right things, can act in all the right ways, and so much so that you know, inadvertently you end up trusting them with the most important thing on this earth to you, and that's how they treat you, bear in mind we've only been here a year, by the way. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. In the middle of a pandemic, making seven people homeless, five children... Uh, it's very, very, it's a hard pill to swallow. And you go through a, a myriad of different emotions from anger to frustration to guilt because here you are, head of the household, you've led your family down this path which you thought was the right one, you thought it was the best and most viable option for you at the time and suddenly your family are inadvertently in harm's way. Yeah, it's um, it's a clusterfuck of emotions, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> But like I said, it's it's incredibly easy when someone sells you such a good story to lose your faith in people, to think, fucking hell, if, if someone can just be that way with you and then you can just absolutely be blindsided by it, that all of a sudden the same person that banged on about family is now doing this to you. It's just, it's it's incredibly easy to lose your faith in people. The thing that saved me from that is the incredible response of the people around me. Credible response of family, the incredible response of my academy, the clients that I coach, my MBMers. I have had right move listings coming out of my fucking ears on WhatsApp because there's just been a plethora of people just out there hunting and checking up and just regularly sending messages going, anything we could do, how can we help, etc. Which is just beautiful. And I suppose, you know, if we pull back from this situation and we focus on the situation that everybody's been in, the pandemic, it really has brought out both the best and worst in people. And, you know, we've all been at the tail end of some beautiful experiences with people and just seen the, the true kindness of people. And so, like I said, as easy it would be to lose faith in people because of how much faith you've put in one person, it's a blessing to have such amazing people around. And I suppose the, the beginner lesson or the beginning lesson of this podcast, seven minutes in or eight minutes in, is 
don't lose your faith in people because there are some truly incredible people out there. And you, if you're listening to this, you know who you are. All of you just being there with words, with support, with a plethora of, of different, I don't know, just having our backs. It, it means everything. And even those of you listening to this podcast, you know, it's it means a lot that you still kind of draw something from this. And so this is my gift to you. This is what all I can do, basically, to repay you all is to try and give you some lessons from the shit that I go through, which is pretty much what, like I said, the last 45 episodes have been. And now, I'm not religious. I don't believe in any kind of god entity that kind of thing um i wouldn't necessarily say that i'm an atheist i'm kind of just nothing really i I don't really know what i am in terms of religion i don't really have a belief but i do have faith and that faith is in myself in the form of faith in my own skills and my work ethic and my integrity because if you follow my journey long enough and particularly if this is the 46th episode of this podcast that you've listened to, then you'll know that I've been on quite a journey of integrity. I've been on quite a journey of finding myself as a person and just making a lot of mistakes, hurting a lot of people, and figuring out who I was as a person and what really mattered to me, my morals, my values. And so these days, the grand old age of 33, I rest quite heavily on those morals and that integrity. But I have faith with, you know, I suppose turning attention to this particular situation in my skills as a human being, with what I'm able to do, with coaching people, with supporting people, and, you know, just being there to put some good into the world, or at least try to, and my work ethic. Because although I don't have faith that you know, a a higher power will sort it all out for me. I have faith that if I apply myself appropriately and I put my two hands to work, then we'll be okay. Because the problem is with this kind of circumstance, particularly in the moment that we find ourselves in right now, as of this moment, there is no solution. As of this moment, the sky is falling and there's nothing that's stopping it falling. To put that in layman's terms, as of this moment, we're going to be fucking homeless. And as of this moment, we don't have an option. We don't have a home lined up to go to. And that's a pretty scary thing to not only think, but to actually say out loud that the clock is ticking as I sit here right now. But... I don't really have any control over how things pan out. I don't have any control over what comes over the horizon. I have no control over the future, what six months time brings. I have no control over any of that. The only thing I actually have any control over is my own thoughts and my own actions. And two weeks ago, even that wasn't the case. Because when you're told this catastrophic news... You find yourself in this position, like I said, overwhelmed by emotions and just going, what the fuck are we going to do? And it just looks like every avenue you look down, you know, having a a smaller family, it's a little bit more, it's a little bit easier to find the next option. But the problem is when you've got a family of seven through no choice of our own, let's not be around the bush on that one. You know, we didn't choose triplets. 
it's fucking scary because you know there's a certain qualifying criteria that you need to abide by to provide a home for that family. It's not as simple as just going and finding a two-bedroom flat or, you know, a, a three-bedroom house, etc. It's, you know, there's going to be compromises regardless of what route you go down. And this is the scary part. But also, like I said, when you find yourself in this position, you realize that actually I don't know what the future looks like. And I'm not one that likes limbo. I like to have a plan. I like to be in control. And so for the first time in a very long time, I find myself out of control. And like I said, those first few days, I absolutely just imploded. I normally sleep like a baby. Always have done, regardless of what I've gone through. Um, I seem to have this ability to just switch off. However, this week, or last week I should say, first time ever, just couldn't sleep. Just awake at 3 o'clock in the morning, just trying to figure things out. And obviously there's not a lot of progress you can make at 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm pretty sure no new listings are appearing on Rightmove at 3am. There's nobody you can call at 3am. But you, you can't stop your mind from going a million miles an hour. And I did a podcast uh right at the very beginning actually i'm pretty sure it's episode nine but i am gonna go and have a look just to be on the safe side now just so i get it right yes episode nine stress the true cause and cure and i stand by everything i said in episode nine about stress that it is self-manifested that we do put stress on ourselves mainly due to time management and i suppose task management but I've learned something this last couple of weeks that I would add to that podcast if I had the ability to go back and edit it. And that's that we all need to have that moment. We all need to have the like implosion moment where you allow emotions to get the better of you, where you allow yourself to completely explode with the fear, the anger, the frustration, the guilt, all of it. I'm a big believer now that you've got to get it out of your system because if you don't it will continue to cripple you it will continue to blindside you so that you can't see the bigger picture and that's pretty much what happened for the first two or three days really two or three days of what the fuck and oh my god those i suppose were the two main <laughs> phrases sentences whatever you want to call them but by the time the dust settled and you acclimatized to what the situation is that's where action comes in. That's where I suppose my coaching of other people, my experience, that's where it comes in because that's the point where I got to work. That's the point where I got on the phones, I got on the internet and I just spent the days just trawling website after website, calling whoever I needed to call to figure out where we were, what we could do and what comes next. And like I said, sat here right now, I don't have a solution for you. I'd love this to be a, a nicely wrapped up podcast and I can go and they lived happily ever after. And I'll let you know, believe me, I will. But at this moment in time, I believe there's already a lesson to pass on to you guys. There's already something to share with you, hence why I'm recording this. Because having had those few days of implosion, I got to work and I focused on my skills and my work ethic. So many of my clients, so many of my academy were going, Moisey, look, you know, don't worry about the lives. Don't worry about the, the check-ins, okay? Don't worry about touching base with us. We know you've got your own shit going on. But 
little do my academy know, and I've tried to explain it to them, that they are my anchor. This is not a job to me. It's what I do. I, I can't figure out really a way to, I don't want to say, oh, it's my calling, because that just sounds ridiculous, but it's what I do. And supporting other people, being there for other people, coaching other people is it's what I do. And it's my anchor. And so despite the fact that it's very easy for everyone to sit there and think, Moisey, right, seriously, just, you know, just we'll, we'll be fine, okay? You focus on you and yours. That's, there's only so much that I can do. Now, I can work hard, I can work smart, but that doesn't mean that I can't continue to coach other people too. And so the most important thing for me and the most important lesson to pass on is that once you've had that moment of, ah, you then focus on what can you control. And this is where my wonderful phrase, which I think I've mentioned on most of these podcasts at the end, comes into play. It's not just a quote. It's not just a phrase I use. It's a filter in which I chuck every single thought process and decision into. Accept what you cannot change. Have the courage to change the things you can and the wisdom to know the difference. And that filter has never been more prevalent, dominant, and important to me than it has been this last fortnight. Because having that serenity grounding to go stop fucking focusing on the fact that you're going to be made homeless because you have no choice. It's going to happen, mate. Focus on what you can control. Get to work. Pick up the phone. Get on the internet. Use your skills as a human being. Use your knowledge. Everything that you've, you've done in terms of experience. Use it all. Every day of those 33 years, use everything you've learned to figure this out. So I don't have faith that a higher power is going to sort it all out for me. I have faith that I'm going to sort it all out. I have faith that by applying myself, being mindful, and working fucking hard by going through this strife, by embracing the stress. I have faith that I'm going to sort it out and that I will make sure my family are okay because they're my responsibility and mine alone. Now, as I said, don't get me wrong. All my days, the support we've had in a plethora of different ways, family, like I said, clients, friends, not in any particular order, just probably clarify that at this moment in time just everybody around us and it goes to show that if you do your best by people and you're honest and you do everything you can to help people even if you get paid for it as a coach that people will see that and they will appreciate that because there will always be see you next tuesdays in the world folks there will always be the sweetness and light person that makes you think that they are adorable and lovely and they've got your back. But then the moment it doesn't suit them anymore, they pull out the rug from underneath you. There will always be those people. So be very, very careful with who you trust and particularly with what you trust them with. But don't lose your faith in people. And certainly don't lose your faith in yourself. Because whether you're religious or not makes real no, no real difference where this podcast is concerned. If you believe, then good. I'm glad. You have something which will comfort you. 
But regardless of whether you believe there's something or like me, whether you don't believe in anything, you've got yourself. And you are way more powerful at affecting your future than you will ever realize. I'm going to quote a line from Terminator here, but it's a prevalent one if you remove it from a context of a science fiction, sort of science fiction film about robots and super intelligences from the future, which is, the future is not set. There is no fate but what we make for ourselves. And I'm a huge believer in that. I'm a massive science geek, but I'm a big believer in fate. And I believe that I am in control of my own and my family's fate to a point, obviously. And so all I can do right now, instead of sitting here and panicking and crying, instead of worrying about what comes next, instead of just investing all of my energy in the fear side of what's going on, What's way more important and productive for me to do is to focus on what I can control. So let's extrapolate this out. Let's forget about my situation and let's apply it to yours. What can you take away as a listener from this podcast? Well, let's start with this. It doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter what end of the spectrum or how shit on the diabolical spectrum of life that you are going through. You are in control of your thoughts and your actions. You are in control of what comes next. Now, there's going to be external stuff which is thrown at you, as we've all experienced in our lives. There's going to be a flood of emotions. And it's important that you deal with them. It's important that you feel them. Don't suppress them. Won't do you any good. But the dust will settle because it must. And at some point, you're going to go, right, what do I need to do? And it's important that you do. So if we apply this to something like progress, a calorie deficit, then yeah, you're probably going to have a moment where things go crazy, where emotions get the better of you. Maybe you binge. And that's okay. We're emotional beings. Of course, there's going to be emotions associated with the things that we do. Of course, those emotions are going to spill over from time to time. But they won't last forever. And what matters is that you get back to work. What matters is that the majority of the time you apply yourself and you focus on the things that you are able to control and you focus on working towards the goals that you want to achieve. And the things that you need. Because you don't actually have any control over the future. Let's say you want to get a promotion at your work. You don't have any control over whether you get a promotion or not. You have control over the work that you do. The attitude that you express. The skills you acquire. You don't have any control over whether or not you get that promotion. The same thing goes for relationships. If you're you know, going after a particular partner maybe you're courting someone there's a word from the uh, the 50s or earlier you don't have any control as to whether they say yes to going out with you you only have control over who you are how you think and what you do so in any situation you find yourself in whether it's good whether it's bad regardless of 
any of those things. Have faith in yourself. Have faith in what you are able to accomplish. Because you can't do anything else. Sat in this situation right now, I can't do anything else. And it was very easy for me to sit there earlier on today and go, why record a podcast? Should I skirt away from this particular topic? Should I go on to something else? You know, are you really in the mood to record a podcast? And last week, I wasn't. So I took the week off. But this week, I was like, no, I want to get a podcast out. I want to help people. There's got to be something that I can give. There's got to be a lesson that I can take from this circumstance that I'm going through and my family are going through, which maybe there's a listener. Maybe one of you listening right now is going through similar, worse, or maybe not as bad, but still bad in its own way. Because I could sit here and I could dwell and I could cry and I could just allow emotion to get the better of me and I could sit on this knowledge, I could sit on this information, I could sit on this experience and let it die, let it be of no good to anybody. But that's not me. And whether you switched off a long time ago or whether you've made it to 25 minutes and 13 seconds into this podcast, thank you if you have. But that's what all 46 episodes have been about. Me sitting at my computer going, this is the things that I've done. These are the things that I've learned. Maybe they can help you too. So I hope this one does too. And of course, I'll keep you posted on how things go. So folks, don't lose faith in humanity. Don't lose faith in the beauty of people. There's some right fuckers out there. But there's also a fuckload of good people. Make sure you're one of them, yeah? And, like I said, for something that has never, ever been more prevalent, remember with any situation that you are facing, I could not be an advocate for this more. Chuck it all in the serenity filter and accept the things that you cannot change, but have the courage to change the things that you can and make sure you know the difference. I will see you on episode 47. Thanks for listening, folks. And if you enjoyed this, do me a favor. Drop me a message, yeah? Let me know you got to the 26 and a half minute mark and let me know your thoughts. Toodles.